Like, I'm ready to fight today. It's Monday. It's been a long day. I'm I'm ready. So welcome to the Artist Exchange Radio Show here live only on BeExposedRadio.com. I want to say um, first, um, thank you to everybody that's been coming out each weekend to my pop-up shop for Best Shop Blue Jewelry. I really appreciate you for following directions. Um, there were a couple people who uh, didn't. I'm going to get some I'm going to get a couple masks to be on standby for people who forget that we're in the middle of a pandemic and that come out to support, to acknowledge that you came out to support. Um, and um, I'm really excited about um, the, the raffle that's going on. So on the 21st of this month, I'll do a live uh, pulling of a raffle. One lucky winner will win $100 either on a gift card or Zelle or, you know, Vimeo or... I don't want to say cash that, but cash that, uh, however you want it, that's how you go get it, um, for your support of the artist, I mean, Best Shop Blue Jewelry. Every purchase that you make between now and the 21st at 5 o'clock p.m. sharp, um, you'll get one entry into the um, raffle, um, and you'll if you your name is picked. Um, so if you buy five things, you get five entries into the raffle is not five separate orders, it's five purchases, period. Um, so uh, again, that will be done on the 21st. That's Monday, the 21st of December at five. Uh, we'll probably do a raffle at like 5.30ish, um, depending on who the guest is that day. Um, and uh, also, what else did I have to say about that shop? Yes. So on the 20th, that Sunday, we'll also be at a it, it, I think it's like a virtual vending event. I, I still got to get the information, but that's another way that you can also uh, purchase. Everybody who purchases on that day also will be entered into the raffle for the 21st. So again, that's $100. I know $100 don't go far today in today's world, but you can buy that gift for that loved one or buy yourself something or just put it back in your pocket. Uh, I'm not telling you what to do with it. It's not a gift certificate for Vashtar Blue. It's a gift card that you can use anywhere. Or, you know, like I said, if you choose to have it sent directly to your account, we can do that as well. Come on now, y'all being disrespectful. And that's somebody who's been on the show before. Uh, but uh, as I was saying, so Vashtar Blue Jewelry. And then also... Um, I want to know what you all have been doing during this pandemic that's kind of separate. For me, I started making these infused uh, body oils, and it's going to look a little nasty. I'm going to just say that right off the bat. But I've been eating a lot of oranges and a lot of lemons. I love, I'm weird. I like to eat lemons like regular fruit, if that's weird. But So I take the peelings from the oranges and the lemons, and this is the lemon one. And I infuse it in olive oil because I use olive oil on my skin. My skin is really sensitive, so I don't use any lotions. Um, and 
I just infuse it with the actual lemon rinds and the orange rinds. I, I did the, the orange one has been sitting longer, so it looks a little, it's not molded, it's just the, uh, it's decomposing basically. So after another week in this one, this is gonna get pulled out and actually two weeks in this one, you leave it in for three weeks and it is start pulling and already you can, you can smell it. It really smells good. It gives a little lemon scent. And then once it's finished, I drop like uh, in this one, I'll put um, some actual lemongrass or oh, just a couple drops of it in it. This sort of smell of lemon will linger and it won't fade away when it hits the air. And this one, I have a, a um, kind of a cinnamon uh, vanilla that I'm going to put into this one. But this is what I've been doing during the pandemic. I know it's weird, um, but it's. For my better good, I like to smell good. So um, it's kind of infused with lemon zest, lemon peels, and this was lemon, and then this was orange. So I just want to know, I'm going to post that on my page after the show. What have you been doing? Something abnormal, something outside of yourself during the pandemic. Um, and speaking of such, I have a guest today. Uh, Mr. Frederick uh, will be joining me. You can actually uh, come on in. and. Um, this young man has started this challenge, this series of challenge, his brand now. And he's going to tell us a little bit about that brand and how it's a lot of self-care. So this was my form of self-care for uh, this time, only because, like I said, my skin is not the best, especially in the wintertime. But it's this is really good for the wintertime because it's dry and we've been inside a lot. And a lot of people have central air, so that's a dry heat. So your skin gets dried out a lot faster. So use olive oil, try to replace it with your lotion. And it actually lasts longer, not just in quantity, but uh, if you put olive oil on your skin for say two nights in a row or two days in a row, you won't need lotion for probably the rest of that week, depending on how dry your skin is. Or if you have if you have hard water, you might need to do it more often because that dries your skin out more. But my guest for today, uh, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well, sir. Thank you very much. How you feeling? I'm doing good. I had one of my uh, lunch with Nate specials with this gentleman and we talked for over three hours about, yeah. <laughs> and, and I, we, neither one of us realized it until like hour three actually. Uh, yeah. But I learned a lot about this gentleman and I spoke to him a lot about some kind of the things that I'm trying to do right now in terms of mentally getting balanced and physically getting balanced. Like again, self-care, it's it's really really important to sure. um, our physical body, our mental internal body, and then everything else in between. And it really affects sure. how we relate to other people, how we communicate with other people, how we, you know, just down to our hygiene. Yeah. I'm not selling these, by the way. I'm just making because <laughs> uh, that's a lot of work. Because that's a lot of oranges and lemons that I got to eat. Uh, but um. So once again, well, you actually started your brand this past Saturday. Um, yeah. And I want you, first of all, tell us who you are. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we could go ease right into your brand. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, uh, mm -hmm. Nate, for allowing me to come on and just share more about myself. Uh, my name is Frederick McGyver. Um, you can call me Fred, Freddie. Uh, my full name is a bit formal, <laughs> but... Uh -huh. Um, that's my name. And, uh, as, as Nate said, man, I, I started a, a series of challenges 
um, just this past uh, Wednesday, and it has been phenomenal in terms mm-hmm. of the the support, in terms of just the feedback, the 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 encouragement. Like I'm I'm hosting the event, and I'm you know teaching a little bit about self care and things that you know impact our mental health, and eventually mm-hmm. we get into the physical uh, the physical health. But I'm learning as I'm as I'm teaching, as I'm sharing information. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I really love about it is that while I'm showing and explaining and teaching, I'm on the other end learning as well. And mm-hmm. you've been sharing some very powerful things, um, meditation, um, the need to 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 have a hobby, to do mm. something. As as you know, brother Nate, you you're you're starting something new. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that was challenging. It was something that you saw uh, you needed a solution for. So even in that, that was a form of dealing with your 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 mental health. It may have been uh, a form of anxiety. Oh, man, my skin is so sensitive. I need to take care of this. You mm-hmm. dealt with that by, okay, let me come up with a uh, another way of dealing with my skin, my physical, right. my physical, uh, my physical self. So you dealt with the mental aspect. I need to fix this. So that yeah. my physical can come in line with how I want it to feel, how I want it to look. So mm-hmm. even that in itself, those are some of the things that we touch on. And it's just the subtle, the little reminders that we all need in our day to day to keep us grounded. So mm-hmm. that's really the, the crust of the challenges. And um, we go from mental to physical. And eventually I want to start doing a more holistic approach. But as mm-hmm. of right now, we have the mentally fit challenge and the physically fit challenge. And the idea is to just see how the two go hand in hand, really. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm really, oh, I muted myself. I'm really ex- excited about uh, just watching this unfold. We talked a lot about you in, in terms of how you were planning to roll this out. And I love, the, I love when people are transparent enough to say, well, while I'm starting this business, I am actively pursuing the goals that this business has, or I've created for this goals. And some people try to act like they got it all together, um, and they don't. And and mm-hmm. especially when you're dealing with mental and physical, people want to be comfortable with the person that is leading them through that and guiding them through that. And we don't want to put any make anybody feel uncomfortable because often we realize we all need the same amount of help. Therapists have therapists, physical trainers often have their own physical trainer. So we got to be very transparent in terms of us rebuilding ourselves because, you know, many people have been church hurt. They've been community hurt in in terms of them reaching out, trying to get the self-care that they need or guidance through their self-care process. So you have a, uh, a a program that guides people on a daily basis yes. on these cycles. Um, yes. And each day is a different day yes, that kind of is designated to specific parts of the body, the mind, that, yes, that whole energy for it. So can you walk us through that process? Yes, sir. And uh, I apologize. Yes. Um, a little bit about me, a little bit uh, about me. While I'm launching this, you know, I myself am, am going through a, a constant battle with anxiety and depression. Actually, it's, it comes back from uh, a year, uh, just, right. just actually last year, where my whole journey in uh, mental health started 
So as like I said, as much as I'm sharing and giving information, I'm learning myself. So every right. day is a new day for me to learn something more about myself. So mm -hmm. I don't want it to, to seem like I'm just teaching and talking to people. I'm talking with them. You know, right. they're going through their own journey. Right. So I'm, I'm sorry if I failed to uh, answer that earlier. No, you're good. Okay. Okay. But yes, each day is something different. Um, the, the idea is to touch on something individual on each mm -hmm. day. And so as we move from the mental aspects into the physical aspects, I want to start to really introduce how the two are linked and then how right. we can, you know, do things physically to keep our mental states calm, to keep our mental mm -hmm. self stabilized. So mm -hmm. again, for instance, we have meditation, we have visualization. So how do we roll that into physically fit? Well, we have, uh, there's, there's a stress test we can do. There's things that we can do physically to keep our body, you know, regulated, to get our body warmed up, to get our body uh, ready to, to conquer a physical task. And so mm -hmm. to be able to get into that, our mind and our body have to link up. You have to make that commitment right. mentally to want to do the physical. So that's why we're mm -hmm. building so much of the physical fortress uh, so that when we get to the physical, it's not so hard. And it's something that, you know, we will be willing to do because we spent so much time building up to it. It's like, all right, we're here now. Next phase. Let's get to it. So each day has been just so powerful, man. Each day, again, um, we get into so we get into so much stuff and um, it's short little uh, fun bite sizes. But the amount of information, not just from me, but from them is just it's just so it's so vast because you never mm -hmm. know what someone is literally going through. Until yeah. you have those kind of intimate uh, conversations, those, you know, um, face to face, you know, the open kind of conversations where. You know, you're talking about yourself and while you're talking about yourself, someone is beginning to get comfortable with, OK, I can trust this person. So, let yeah. me, you know, open up a little bit more like the, the conversation we had initially three plus hours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was open. It was uh, no filter. It was just me sharing me, you sharing you. So that's that's basically how I how I had it in the sessions, you know, me sharing me and the participants sharing themselves so yeah it's, it's 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 beautiful man i can't uh you know i just thank god for you know being able to finally going out and stepping forward and just doing it you know and um it's it's been great just just getting the feedback and um testimonials are coming mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh it's just great it's just great man it's, it's a great way to spend time honestly because we need we always need that self-check Mm -hmm. um, that self check in. I know, um, as you said, our therapist, you know, when I had, uh, interactions with my therapist and I asked him like, how do y'all unwind? Like, what do you all do? It's like, man, I take a break myself. I, mm -hmm. <laughs> he, he went on a vacation one time. Um, right. and, uh, so yeah, your therapists have a therapist, your coaches will have a coach, your mentors have mentors and we all need somebody at the end of the day to, to hear us, you know, yeah. we all have things in our hearts and our minds that we need to vent. you know, past hurts, past traumas, past heartbreaks, anything that is going to affect your mental state, 
is something that will eventually rear its ugly head. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, it comes out a lot in a physical manifestation. So we see the correlation right there. You know, um, we're, we're depressed, we're so uh, worn down mentally, you know, physically, how does that show itself? Uh, we lash out, we become abusive, we become violent, um, right. we take on uh, substance abuse. Unfortunately, some things, some kind of physical manifestation takes place where we try to numb that mental hurt, that mental pain. Right. So it, the, there's a correlation right there, a negative correlation, but a correlation nonetheless. Mm -hmm. So my idea is to have a positive correlation that, okay, yes, there was hurt, there was pain, but what can be done positively to get that mind in check so that when the physical, uh, so that when we're doing something physically, we're mm -hmm. not, uh, we're not doing it in a negative way. We're doing it in a positive way that complements what's going on up here. And then one of the things that I want to preface in this conversation is depression, um, even anxiety, uh, is it's normal. It's your body letting you know that it's working and it's, mm -hmm. um, trying to prevent or warn you of trouble. There's something just like, you know, if there's, if you, your, a piece of glass goes into your foot, your body will naturally repel it. The same way if germs go into your body, your body will naturally overwork and try to get rid of that illness or that sickness or that foreign object. Depression, bad thoughts, fears, skepticism, hesitation, all of that is foreign to our body. So when it when we it develops in our body, our body reacts to it. Sometimes you might get sleepy. Sometimes you have the urge to overreact or react in a, a way that's outside of uh, your norm. Uh, so mm -hmm. all of those things are normal because recently, or I say the last couple of years, really, there's been this push to just get rid of this this uh, depression, get rid of this anxiety. But people are not telling us that we have to live through that. We have to go through that and naturally let our body heal itself. And the how we do it is is very important because yes, many yeah. of us have, have used very unhealthy tactics, whether it be overeating or undereating or sex or um, just ghosting situations, mm -hmm. um, violence, as you said, many different ways that we act out. Um, some people just sleep through it. Some people cry through it. You know, mm -hmm. so we got to figure out ways to, in healthy ways, constructive ways to get through it. And, and based on the program that you're developing, it will give us bite-sized morsels to kind of take over a course of time to get mm -hmm. through some of those things. And I like the most important part is the communication. Yes. The sharing of uh, our issues with each other. Yes. Um, and I really, um, because I, I have this need to mm -hmm. support other Black men along with myself in getting through these things. Because as I said to you before, most times we don't get the help we need until we're too far gone yes, in sir. a given yes. circumstance. And yes. often uh, the the return or the comeback from that is is hard and arduous and just difficult. And sometimes many of us don't make it back from that given service. Unfortunately, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So in terms of how you're, because, you know, the elephant in the room, you hear baby, he's a dad, a new dad, <laughs> uh, and he's uh, going through life, having feelings and emotions. Um, how are you yourself 
of helping yourself through this process? Because you're helping others, but how have you been helping yourself in your form of self-care? That's a great question. And um, just to touch on it real quick, yes, the, the sessions are open forum. You know, I share information and then it's time to just just talk and feedback. So it's never a time. Um, well, not all the way through where I'm just talking. We're all talking and collaborating. So that's that's one of the beautiful things about it. But yes, as I'm going through the the sessions and as I'm preparing for them and as I'm sharing information and researching and all that mm-hmm. um, every day, man, is I'm looking at the information and something new always jumps out to me about it. And um, even when I'm talking and presented it in my mind, I'm going, oh, well, shoot, you know what? I don't do enough of that myself. Right. (laughs) Oh, the the very first day we talked about um, how we see ourselves and where we want to see ourselves a couple years down the road. And I thought about, well, you know what? I had vision boards, but hmm, I have to go back and double check it myself. I'll have to go back and, and, and tally something off or or correct something. So yeah. every day, man, I'm having to look at the information, uh, listen to the information that I'm sharing and go, well, you know what? I have to do my own check. I don't do enough of that myself. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, maybe it's an area that I feel so strong and so accomplished in where it's like, okay, I can talk about that. But after the session's over, hmm. Let me go back to my journal. Let me go back to my vision board. Let me go back to to my mental uh, self and see how well I'm progressing in that myself. So every day, man, I have to check myself. Um, you got to leave ego at the door. Mm. And, you know, you got to again. I'm always trying to make myself vulnerable where I'm like, yes, I, I know I have a pretty good grasp on information, but I'm still a student at right. the end of the day. So what I'm giving them is the same thing that I'm taking to myself. I'm giving assignments at the end of the session. I'm doing the assignments myself. And so I'm having to constantly check myself at the door before the session even starts. So yes, every single day, brother, every single day, I got I to gotta, I gotta take care of my own mental, my own mental health, man. The phone lines are open. You can give us a call at 443 642 9403. Again, give us a call at 443-642-9403. Tell, tell us, share with us uh, what your self-care uh, habits are or your new self-care habits are. Um, and you're free to ask Frederick any questions um, about him or his process or his program. Um, you can also follow his group at um, be fit challenge. Be fit challenge. Yes. Uh, so I, it, my mind is blank real quick. No, it's that's fine. Literally sitting in front of me. <laughs> uh, so follow his group. Um, there's a process where he'll, you know, there's a couple questions that you have to ask, but it's not, it's not so exclusive that he's not going to let you in. Like it's not a process, but mm-hmm. it's, it's just him trying to get to know you. So answer the questions, and he'll, uh, you'll be able to reach out and speak to him or join his next cycle. Um, um, this first cycle that you're in, what yes, have sir. you learned so far? Because you're, you're, as you said, you're halfway through the first official cycle. So uh, what have you learned so far? Um, great question. And yes, we actually are finishing up the first mentally fit portion mm-hmm. before we go into the physically fit. Tomorrow is actually the last day. So it's been a, quite a ride. Mm-hmm. But I have learned how how tight I have to to be in terms of 
organization. That's um that's that's something I definitely had to keep tight. Um, that's something that I've always needed to work on. And so doing something like this is just reminding me that much more like, hey, you got to keep this tight so that information is is clear. People understand where you're going. People uh, already have the heads up beforehand of what's going on so that when right. they come in, when they join the meeting room, it's like, all right, we're here. What's up? So organization is something that I have to you know really tighten down on. Um, let's see how the information is presented. So I, I normally do a, a brief overview of the topic, mm -hmm. and then I get into benefits of that said topic, and then it's open forum. We go back and forth, questions, feedback, comments, things like that, and then we go into wrap up and the assignment. So the idea is moving forward to have that even more concise. Um, I'm thinking of, you know, having it a bit more open form, you know, where it's not so much me dominating the session, but it's more so, hey, we're all in this together. I have mental pains. You have mental pains. Let's talk about it. So having it, having the format a bit more open form and I'm learning. Yes, son. <laughs> I'm learning that life happens, you know, life happens even while you're at the best of times, at the worst of times. Mm. So the sessions catch me at, at both the <laughs> best and worst of times. You know, we're tired. You know, it's early morning. Um, some sessions happen, you know, after I pick my son up. So it's it's a push, but it's, you know, life still goes on. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nonstop. So I'm learning to be that much more aware right <laughs> always have to be aware of yourself and your own your own journey while you're going through it so those are the key things that that i've that i've learned so so as you're ending the first half of the cycle going into the, the physical side of it um what what can we expect from that portion of it the physically fit challenge i'm actually um um collaborating with a couple of individuals about really getting the physically fit challenge, not to say perfectly done, perfectly formatted, mm -hmm. but at least where it flows. Um, okay. Just how the mentally fit portion flow, because the mentally fit portion flow, brother. I mean, it was like water. And I that's not bragging. That's, you know, that's kudos to them, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because they 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 were hungry and they they ate they ate it up, man. And so it flowed beautifully. So um, I'm really thinking on how to get the physically fit to flow. So the idea is to how we had an assessment, for, mm -hmm. lack, of a, for lack of a better word, for the first day of mentally fit, um, to keep that same that same concept for the physically fit. So uh, nutrition, um, health assessment, um, where I'm not a doctor, <laughs> I'm not a doctor, so I'll be quick to say, hey, uh, see your physician, see your doctor, you know, beforehand, this is not the place to get that. This is a place to get general information that can help your overall well-being. Mm -hmm. So I make that disclaimer up front. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, the idea is to to just have everybody check where they are. So I'm going to go into a little bit about nutrition um, and how, you know, we are what we eat, basically, and how that can affect our mental and, of course, our physical well-being. <laughs> Then we get into stretching and warming up. 
um, basically getting the body prep, getting the body ready to to do something physically. And then the rest of the week, man, it's it's off to the races in terms of the different kind of exercises. And so, again, the idea is to not have it so overwhelming, mm-hmm. but, you know, little basic things like a, a, some push-ups, some planks, some, you know, leg, some basic leg exercises, basic ab exercises, shoulder exercises, back exercises, anything to get the body engaged so that we focus our mind on what we're doing. And so we get that physical with the course of exercise. So the format, I wanted to be as simple as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm being mindful of different fitness levels. So everybody has a different fitness level. And again, it's mm-hmm. not like we're just jumping in this to be, they become super athletes. And, you know, uh, it's only a week. So I'm not expecting some stupendous results, but mm-hmm. at least building a habit of doing something on a regular basis, building a plan to do something on a regular basis. So trying to keep it as simple as possible. Yeah. It, Cause it could, I know starting things can be very overwhelming, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you're, you're in practice of it yourself. Uh, it can be very stressful. Um, but everybody, especially during this pandemic, I've seen a lot of businesses, a lot of services start. Um, and one of the things that I, I always, when somebody asks me how to do something, um, I give them my my advice from my my experience, um, and it's just making things easy and not trying to overcomplicate um, yes. the process because that will be stressful. That yes. will that the anxiety will come from trying to be so perfect that you don't even try or you don't even you know go. Yes go full head with it because most yeah. things don't start or don't uh, finish because mm-hmm. the anxiety level and we put so much into the aesthetics of it versus just doing what you do. And right now, these are these are things that not only are you doing as a profession now, but you are applying it to your own life. Um, what are your goals? Like, where do you see this in that next five years. I don't want to put me more stress on you, but this, <laughs> if we're, we're thinking about like a long-term plan for it, um, what, where do you see it possibly going? Oh man, honestly, brother, the sky's the limit. I told these, I told the participants the same thing. And you know, you gotta, you gotta lead by example. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, brother, sky's the limit, man. I want to uh, be able to get to a place where I can do this more full-time, more hands-on in terms mm-hmm. of coaching and um, coaching physically, uh, mental coaching and, uh, you know, the physical coaching, not so much, uh, maybe I guess personal trainer, um, mine as well, but the, the sky's the limit, man. I, I just yeah. want to be able to, to uh, bring impact, value, and, you know, change, you know, to, to individuals' lives because, you know, there's a stigma such a nasty stigma with this whole mental health aspect. And, you know, I'm guilty of it myself, you know, growing up, I never thought that I would, you know, eventually need a therapist. I would need to vent to somebody. I would need to, you know, uh, pour out. Uh, Cause you know, I'm a man and, you know, men mm-hmm. were supposed to be strong and dominant and uh, be able to, you know, move mountains and all that. But I had to really, really, you know, get humbled and, really learned that hey you know i'm i'm vulnerable in this area so i need to get it built up i need to get it strengthened 
Yeah. So that's that's the same idea. I want to be able a couple years down the road just to be able to be in a place to bring that impact, bring that change, and bring that value. The same impact, value, and change that was literally brought to me um, mm-hmm. with uh, with my therapist is the same kind of impact I want to be able to offer to other people. So it's sky's the limit, brother. <laughs> and I and I'm I'm excited because uh, these types of things we've seen over the last like five, six, maybe 10 years is being led by women. And I'm not saying they should not be doing it, but mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot of us don't necessarily participate. So a lot of those groups begin to be all women or specifically for women. And I know your group is open to everyone, uh, but I, I'm, I love the possibility of helping men to uh, feel the need to take care of themselves yes. and not just financially or aesthetically, but more so mentally. So you have the physical fit, which many men are now actively pursuing, but the other side of it, we're being tapped in because there's so many things in our culture, um, the way we were raised, society, entertainment that tells us we should not feel a certain way or we should not utilize certain emotions. Um, and it's it's really damaging us because uh, I, I just read an article about grief and how important it is for men to go through the grief process. We're losing a lot of people right now. And still, men aren't allowing themselves to grieve properly, uh, which is, you know, you holding that in, it's going to come out in some way or you will manifest it in some way that's not necessarily healthy for you or the people around you. So uh, how, how do you speak to that population or that mindset that men aren't allowed to feel or to show emotion? Because that's part of your story. That's part of, you know, all of our stories as black. Mm. Well, I'll tell you like this. I had a case in point myself, brother, last um, just actually this past summer, Mm -hmm. I had um, several passings in my family. So the grief came heavy. Like it Mm -hmm. was, it was basically one after the other. And um, I was uh, sort of, I was still fresh in, in my own personal journey with mental health. So there were a whole bunch of things that I didn't really understand still at that time. But I did know, like, the hurt was was real. The pain was real. The stress was real. Mm-hmm. The, the sadness, the, the depression, that, that hit hard, man. It was real. No one had to tell me what yeah. you know, I was feeling. Um, but even in that, I had to give myself time to breathe. I had to give myself time to heal. Yeah. Cry. Um, my therapist, I was in constant communication with him, brother. And he was one of my rocks, honestly, man, because I was just I was done. I mean, so much happened last year. Um, and of course, we lead, uh, it led up into eventually, you know, the pandemic came um, early in the year. I believe it was around February, March, when things just took a left turn. But it mm-hmm. was just one thing after another, man. I was just bombarded by so much um that i really needed the time to to heal and really grieve mm-hmm. and um I, I i look at it as i'm sorry uh there was a a, a portion in that time where i was by myself a mm-hmm. lot um i would see my son from time to time but a lot of the times i was by myself and so in that loneliness 
that's when I had a lot of time to really take care of myself mentally. All mm -hmm. the things that I learned going through the therapy sessions, I had to pull them bad boys back up and and face them all over again. And mm -hmm. and, and that's the beauty and that's another beautiful thing about this journey, man, is you never arrive. Yeah. It's always you get to a level, you learn something, but hey, that information that you learned back at level one is still relevant. Yeah. So there were some things I had to really pull out of the archives and go, wow, you know what? This hits differently now. Mm. That it's, it's, it's an actual reality for me in this point. So going through the grief myself was much needed, man. I'm, I'm so much better now that I've gone through it because I know what it was. Um, I've, you know, I've gone through the depression, anxiety, uh, suicidal thoughts, all those kind of things. And as men, we need we we need those. We need those. Maybe I want to say more than women, but um, women are more prone to you know to their emotions than men are. So as men, we need to have that connection. We need to be able to really you know connect to uh, those emotions that we have bottled up inside. Because again, these things have physical manifestations if we just let them fester and grow on their own. Right we don't face them, if we don't, you know, do things to work through them. Not to say that, you know, I've gotten to a point where I don't get angry, I don't get upset, I don't get sad and all that. These emotions are still very much uh, prevalent, but how you address them is what's really going to speak volumes for your for your general well-being. You know, right. you stay in that place of, nah, I don't need any help, I'm good, then, you know, Unfortunately, next day, next week, next month, next year, when you have an explosion, you know, you, your testimony will be, well, you refuse help. You refuse to speak to somebody. You refuse to, to seek out somebody that could help you direct your, your feelings, direct, you know, your, your mindset to getting better. Mm -hmm. So as men, we definitely need it, man. We, we need an outlet. We need somebody to talk to. We need help. <laughs> and it's it's really um I think the significance in it is uh it's gonna take a lot. And I and I was in on an interview show uh last week and me and the host kind of butted heads a little bit because she is a strong black woman and I'm not taking anything away from uh -huh. her, but a lot of people are jumping ship now in terms of um, pointing out all of the negativity from men not being able to express themselves. So men being violent, men being egotistical and misogynistic and all of those istics that, that are out there. Um, and now I see a big push that kind of spotlights those things, but forgets that we all had a hand in creating generation after generation of black men that weren't allowed to outlet or did not have an outlet yes. to be able to and there's no excuse for their behavior but it's, it's a explanation for it you know yeah. why it's happening and, and, and for it. yeah right and yeah. her perspective was we gotta do something different we were speaking about the photo that was surfacing of uh norfolk's uh the, the gospel singer and his son the photo that they had together where uh, uh, yeah, Smokey Norfolk and his son had a picture on Instagram and it was, his son was 16 and he was 
laying on his father like he had went to sleep on his father's chest and that that's not a norm for a lot of us because some mm-hmm. of us didn't have our dad but for yeah. Yeah. for for many men that's something that we wanted to be able to do but we were told that's a no-no you don't do that uh-huh. that's not that's not good uh, in her in her perspective on it, she asked me what did I think about it, and I I directly went against the the grain of people's reaction, and that's that's something that's normal, you know. Just like you know, if he would have went and laid up on his mother, that's a normal reaction, and yes. we often stop doing that after a certain age, or we're never allowed to do mm-hmm. that at all. And it's this big push to make men feel less than for not expressing themselves, but you raise us to not be expressive, to not feel comfortable in those types of emotions. So uh, it, it's, it's I, I like the way we're going with things because men are now, there's a culture that's being raised in the generations behind us that yes. is making it more open for men to feel. But it's still a stigma behind it. It's still yeah. you must yeah. be gay if that's what you're doing, or that's gay if you're doing that, or you know, it, it, you're a weak individual if for showing emotion when that's a natural, that's a natural feeling, yeah. you know. But yeah. but I, I um and and not not this to say that that's all your program is, but it's just finding that because when I joined the group today, the mm-hmm. question was, what is mental health to you? Or yeah. I think it was mental fitness or mental health. Yeah. And I, I said just that balance, that balance of being able to be a strong man and yet have moments when I'm not as strong. Just like every woman isn't superwoman. Mm-hmm. And that we hear that so often now. Every, every man can't be superman at every moment of his life. Yes, Nobody sir. is that hard. Nobody is that masculine. Nobody is that tough all the time so that's kind of where i'm I'm seeing and what i begin to when we've had our first conversation it was based off me watching your series that you had already on your Mm -hmm. facebook page and that was i don't see that aspect i see a lot of man up programming that's Mm -hmm. being done or Mm -hmm. or a lot of content that is based off of men being men be Mm -hmm. man up do mm. fulfill your responsibility, but mm. if you don't have a strong foundation that's diverse Problem. in all of the emotions, mm. or you don't know how to pull at those emotions, what are you going to do? How are you going to be a well-rounded individual in this world? And yeah. I think that's what we're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you hit it right on the head, man. I mean, I I, I had a lack of that me, of that male uh, role model. For uh-huh. majority of my my uh, upbringing, um, but you know my father reaches out uh, a lot more nowadays, mm-hmm. and you know I'm grateful that my father is still with us, and that he still is reaching out and you know trying to fill that role. But um, as I look at my own son, I mean there are times he's falling asleep on my chest, and it's yeah. uh, I, it it just it's hard to put in words to really explain the kind of feeling. But it's it's a beautiful thing, and mm-hmm. it's something that uh, unfortunately is is part of the norm. Where you know you have a lot of those single uh, single parent households, um, mm-hmm. where you know predominantly it's the female that is the the primary caregiver, right? 
um, for whatever, you know, whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But it's it's something it's it's a different kind of bond. And it's yeah. something that men, you know, definitely need uh, coming up because that is literally their first their first exposure to, you know, mm-hmm. um, to expressing themselves you know, to, to how they should look when they get older because it's the son looking to the father. So what right. does the father do? How does the father express himself? How does the father emote? How does the father speak to other people? How does the father mm-hmm. interact with somebody else? How does the father deal with himself? Mm-hmm. How does the father deal with his own emotions? Mm-hmm. So that is literally the first exposure, the first example right. that that child will have. And if that is uh, not there, then you're going to have a situation that unfortunately like I had coming up where eventually I became so angry and um, so, so just introverted and so to myself that I didn't think anybody can understand me. Literally. I, that's I walk, I that's a process. Home. And it's not, and I don't think that is a different type of hmm. training or experience or modeling. It's the other half of it. You know, and and it is no matter what your family makeup is, whether you got two moms or two moms and two dads or whatever your makeup is in your family, you still need that balance of who you are because we we are naturally all things and, and how we're raised kind of shapes and molds that. But yep. it, and I had an interesting conversation with one of my aunts uh, uh, this weekend. I'm, I'm in a course of in the process of writing a book. And I wanted to have certain conversations with family members so they didn't see something in the book and be like, well, why didn't you tell me before? Or, you know, people making it about them versus me just telling my story. And that was that was one of the thing. uh, uh, That was one of the stories that I was talking to her about, like. They had a perception of me that was different from the perception that I had. And now in my my family, we don't talk about anything. We don't question anything. It just mm-hmm. is what it is. And then you age out of the process and now mm-hmm. you adult and you handle it yourself. And that's that's the overall process. And I'm not saying, I'm not scolding anyone or admonishing the process, but you can't give somebody what you didn't give. Mm-hmm. And then even, even with me being my age now, talking mm-hmm. to my aunt, and I'm older than what they were that I can remember growing up. Uh, and I'm I'm seeing myself talk to her and realizing where the cycle is Mm. and understanding, okay, so this is, okay, now I I get it. Mm. Because she didn't have certain things. And I I remember saying to her, I was angry at something she had said to me when I was a child and I never let it go. She said, you know what? I do the same thing. She said, I'm angry at my aunts and my grandparents for things that they said to me and I'm still holding on to it. And And in that moment, I released a lot of things that I've chosen on to because she's she's only a couple years older than me. But just the idea that I am repeating the cycle and I'm in a process where I'm telling people and I'm sharing with children and I'm grooming children from my perspective. And I am doing the same thing that I'm said that I said has been done to me. And that, and it's it's crazy because you have a child. You know, I'm quite sure you have uh, nieces and nephews and that you're around and 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 I teach. So it's a process. You don't want to pass that on. No. But we do it through our actions. It's yeah. not anything. Yeah. What we say to people, they often forget that. They watch what we do. 
Yes. And that's the thing that they uh that they hold on. Uh uh gentleman says, uh da, 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 da. thank you, sir, but also products of duality. So we can't uh, forsake uh, this principle. Exactly. Uh just that cycle, just that cycle, like trying to break that cycle. Where are you with breaking the cycle? That's a that's an excellent question. I think about just being in his life. Mm -hmm. Just doing as much as I can to be in his life. Um, he he loves to rip and run and play. He's a boy. Mm -hmm. But I just want to be able to be in his life as much as I can and not let him go through life without having, you know, that that man, uh, that that male example to look towards, to look up to, to, to seek out when things get rough, to ask questions to. So right. it's very much me just wanting to be a part of his life as much as I can. Um, right. I've had conversations with my own father uh, a lot more recent in my life, and he's telling me things that um, he regrets. Um, of course, with him not being, being there, uh, when me and my sisters were coming up and things like that. And so taking, you know, the things I take out of those conversations is that, okay, I know things happen, you know, to him that kept him from us. Um, mm -hmm. Not to say that my mother was a horrible individual in that regards, but things happen. But the thing mm -hmm. is now I'm here, I'm literally still here and my son is literally still here. So it's like, my responsibility is to make sure I'm a, as much a part of his life that I would have wanted my father to be a part of my life. And While doing the work to strengthen you as an individual exactly. so you can be there. Exactly. And so mm -hmm. I'm that much more mindful of the fact that these tools, these sessions, these challenges that I'm inviting people into, mm -hmm. these things are very much a part of my life, first and foremost. Right. So the right. same things that I'm telling somebody to do, I myself have done and have kept myself accountable of. So mm -hmm. it's not just like I'm saying you have to do this and I don't. Oh no. This this is every this is everyday life. This is thing these are things that I have to deal with, you know, as I'm going through life. A session could end and I have uh, an immediate crisis. Like something gets mm -hmm. me off kilter and I have to get myself recentered. So I'm going through the process so that I get better so that I am better for him when he grows up. And 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 I would add to that one of the one of the uh, things that I said to my aunt over the weekend, and I'm I have um, eleven, well, ten uncles and aunts on my mother's side, and I'm planning to have a conversation with nine of them. One of them is have been deceased for a couple of years, but the rest of them I'm planning on having that conversation because one of the things that I wish would have happened, I wish I would have seen not only the struggle, but the process that they were attempting to improve. Mm -hmm. So we, we hide a lot from children. So if we're yeah. going to a, if we are alcoholic, if we go into AA meetings, we hide that process from our children as much as we mm -hmm. can. So mm -hmm. they may only see the, the idea that that's where you're going. So they think, and that's who you are. They don't see the strategy that you're trying to work it out. Even with dads, if it's a problem with the relationship, you know, mm -hmm. and, and children often make it about them because you haven't shown me anything else. Why else would you have left? 
Wow. You know, we don't see the whys and mm-hmm. how we get over. We just see the the process of the break That's or right. the the That's lack right. of presence. We That's see right. that. Yeah. So I, I think it's really important that you know, and right now your child is two, but you're still able to do things with your child. So in many of your videos, we see you working while trying to wrangle him and, and keep <laughs> yeah. him keep him in in a space. You know, but yeah. uh, that that process then becomes a pattern because I remember as far back as being potty trained. And and I, I, when I was sharing things that I remembered with my aunt yesterday, actually, uh, she didn't. Rem- she couldn't. Even though we're very close in age, she didn't think I remembered some of the stuff that I remembered. And it's only you know I, I remember it, you know. But and and we don't know how smart children are now. Yeah. We never realized how smart they were. They may not, they they know what they see. They just don't have the experience and level to be able to process, right? Yeah. To be able to process what they or to emote often. But they naturally cry when something is wrong. They naturally smile when something's good. Mm-hmm. You know, they know when they're full and know when they're not. They just don't have the vocabulary or the experience to be able yes. to express it in yes. an adult fashion. Yes. As we do, some of us don't even as adults. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I'm seeing your process from a different perspective even now uh, that you've launched it, uh, because the severity of it and the, the need of it is yeah. so important. Yeah. It's important to us, especially for Black men, because mm-hmm. we don't. There's no outlets for us other than, mm-hmm. you know, the get out of jail process or. You know, after you're so far gone in whatever given circumstance, after you lose a leg, that's when you want to settle down and get your life together. And even then, you're still trying to do things the other way, the old way. But uh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I mean, you you you're preaching to the choir. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. these these are things that um, I want him to be very much a part of. Like, there's. There's sessions that we've had where he's literally on my lap and yeah. I'm I'm presenting information and he's <laughs> he mock he he copies what I'm doing. Like I'll, I'll use a hand gesture and he's sit he's standing mm-hmm. underneath me doing a hand gesture. So now imagine you doing something <laughs> negative. Imagine you sitting yes. there rolling a blunt. Yes. And yes. that's what he's learning. That's right. motor skill mm-hmm. age right there. Mm-hmm. So they're only reiterating what they're physically <laughs> seeing. Exactly. Yes. So he's he's a sponge. Like he's mm-hmm. he's smart. And you know, I don't take for granted how the brain works, especially now that I'm more aware of how it works. So I he can't say what's going on, but he knows what's going mm-hmm. on. And so my goal is always to let right. him see really what's going on. You know, let him mm-hmm. be part of what it is that daddy does. And, you know, you you talked about having to have those serious conversations with your uncles and aunts. Bless you, buddy. My dad, like we, we have so much more meaningful conversations now that I'm older in my mm-hmm. life. And like I said, I always take away a nugget, you know, from those conversations. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, he's he's reaching out. He's, you know, making himself available now. Let me do much more. Let me do that much more for, for my son. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, conversations, uh, we, we've had some serious, serious talks. And there, there are times where I have to, you know, go into coach mode 
and yeah. you know, teach him something because mm -hmm. uh, one of the um, we had a, a video call actually. My uh, one of my sisters hosted <laughs> a video call for me, my eldest sister, and him. Mm -hmm. And I went in the kitchen and I started cooking something and I talked to myself uh, briefly and he, he heard me and he asked me, what are you doing, son? There's no one else in the house. What are you doing? I said, I was like, well, I was just talking to myself real quick. He's like, isn't that uh, a little crazy? Why are you, why are you mm -hmm. talking to myself? And I was like, no, actually, it's, it's a form of affirming. It's a mm -hmm. form of, you know, talking to yourself in a positive light. And so I took the time to, you know, break it down. Like, no. I'm just reminding myself of, you know, what's going on, of where right. I am, what am I doing, being aware of what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. so I had to take that time to go into coach mode and explain what I was doing. And right. so his initial response was, oh, you're talking to yourself. That's crazy. Right. That's what right. he knew. That's what he grew. I guess that's what he grew up uh, relating, talking to yourself as being crazy with. And I mm -hmm. had to take time to say no. This is a form of self-care, keeping right. myself aware of what I am, where I am, and what I'm doing. So conversations need to change, man. They, they need yeah. to change. The talks need to change. Um, the stigma needs to change. So one but day- we have to change first yes. for those things to be possible because yes. those things are created from our thought process. Yes. You know, I, yes. I said to you when we did the first interview, mm -hmm. These masks are probably going to prevent a lot of things from happening. Yes. Because people will find themselves talking to themselves and being okay because people can't see their mouth moving necessarily. Yes. And I, I remember us having this conversation and I did it that day and I was, I stopped myself and I was like, <laughs> like looked around. Uh -huh. and I was like, oh no, I got a mask because I can finish this conversation. But it's hey, like you quick, said, talking quick. yourself through things. Go ahead. All right, real quick. I have to log in on my phone because my battery's dying. So okay, okay. Another another version of me should be coming up. It's still me, but it might be under a different name. Okay. But uh, so in, in the meantime, so the, the the process that this is giving us, like the the actual process that we are having, and us figuring things out, and us dealing with. Uh, things in a different way is really um, is really helping us to um, see see ourselves in a different light. Specifically, and I know right now we're talking about black men. His program, your program, mentally fit. Uh, it it everybody is welcome. Yeah, uh, but specifically because I have a point, I wanted to really kind of dig a little bit deeper with black men and just the process that we're having. Um, I am, I'm in a space right now, but I've, I've faced myself since March. <laughs> so that, that has been nine months of me facing me and dealing with me in a space that I normally always had a reason for not dealing with me. I, I always let myself, um, you know, be, distracted by, oh, I got to go down to the station, or I got to get to the school, I got to I gotta work this morning, I, I don't have time mm -hmm. for meditation, I got to, I'm on my mm -hmm. way from school, I'm, I got to get back to the station, or I got to get to the museum, or get to, mm -hmm. get to mm -hmm. rehearsal, or do this interview, and I would always find a reason not to deal with me. At night, mm -hmm. when I'm at home, at before, and instead of me dealing with me, oh, I'm so tired, I got to go to sleep. And then when I wake up, oh, I'm so tired, I got to get to work. 
So it was, n- I never made the time to mm. deal with me. And mm. I've done that more often now. And there are parts of me that I don't like that, uh, uh, in terms of uh, my habits and, and ways mm. that I think of things. And now I've had to deal with that in a way where I had to change it. You know, setting boundaries with myself, with others, and the That's way important. what, yeah, what words I use, what my vocabulary. You know, yes. getting certain things out. So no longer uh, do I say that I'm free when I'm speaking about my availability. I'm available. Mm-hmm. So I had to get certain mm-hmm. words out of my vocabulary because mm-hmm. I wanted to train other people how to treat me. So if somebody say, "Are you free?" I said, "I'm not free, but I'm available." Okay. Uh, and then and that, those little things help us to navigate our boundaries and yes. set our boundaries with others. So we're now able to deal with ourselves and we don't have to be anxious when certain things come up or just learning how to say no, when yes. to say yes. Simple yes. things that we yes. totally took for granted and we yes. did not do the way we were supposed to do. You know, yes. what are some of those things for you that mm. you've dealt with? Throughout this pandemic process, uh, brother, you about to start another three, four hour conversation. <laughs> well, we can still talk after this, but the show is only an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh man, I've had to. This pandemic has been a hell of an eye opener. Mm. In terms of having to do something different, I was mm. impacted with this pandemic. Uh, in a negative way in terms of uh, finances. So um, I lost I lost my job, but this was before the pandemic. I lost my job before the pandemic, mm-hmm. but trying to find work um, became that much more difficult for mm-hmm. me when the, when the pandemic first hit. And so, you know, I'm scrambling around. I'm trying to find means of, of finding, finding work. I was, uh, doing lift driving at the time. So I wasn't without, but it was just hard to find something substantial. Mm-hmm. And so once I stopped doing lift, I had to think of other ways to go about bringing in some income or at least starting something that would bring in some income. And right. so the idea of going into uh, this entrepreneurial mindset or uh, becoming a, a, a businessman was completely foreign to me. And my family, for that matter, but it was something that I had to really consider because mm-hmm. what I was accustomed to was no longer working. Right. So right. that's one of the biggest things was changing my mindset. As you talk about changing your language with certain things, I mm-hmm. really had to change this up here. I really had to change how I looked at um, being wealthy, for example, being worthy of being wealthy, um, becoming rich. Um, the stigmas around, you know, talking about money and right. um, being open to have those kind of conversations because uh, I was always so fearful of, you know, getting money, being successful, because the way I was taught was go to school, you know, get good grades and get a good job and get a career. That mm-hmm. didn't work out. So it's like, OK, that didn't work out. Now what? I had to change what I was learning. I had to relearn a different mindset altogether. So that was a big struggle. That was actually the biggest struggle was mm-hmm. changing that mindset and changing those gears. And mm-hmm. now I'm into this mentally fit challenge and starting that, it's, it's complementing 
the mind shift that I had to make because now that I'm more aware of what's going on and more aware of who I am as an individual, the mm -hmm. more easier it is to have those kind of conversations like, oh yeah, I'm worthy of wealth. Yeah, I'm worthy of, you know, doing this, doing that, because I'm looking ahead, I'm making goals, I'm setting goals, I have vision boards, so I have dreams, I have aspirations. So these things are no longer a foreign concept to me, but that was one of the biggest hurdles was the, the, the business mindset, the entrepreneur mindset, and the fact that it's, it's looking like it's becoming the norm because unfortunately a lot of these, these jobs are uh, are locking down going out uh, companies are going out of work shutting down so a lot of people are having to really sit back and really think differently on how to bring food home how to put food on the table and so the creative mind has to really be engaged where it's like okay i know i can do this so how can i do this and make money while doing this mm -hmm. So turning something that you enjoy doing into something that's going to bring you uh, some profit is one of the things that I really had to really grab a hold of. And it's not being selfish. It's just taking you who you are, making that accessible to someone else who may need what you have. Right. So it's an idea of being selfless, actually. So that's those are some of the things I really had to zero down and 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 really and really take heed to mm. it that that is um i think a lot of people found that uh mm. over the course of this because some people didn't have a choice you know yeah, what yeah. what we used to do to hustle through was wasn't working it wasn't there or available to work mm -hmm. for you um and I, I, I that has been my struggle this whole time i think I finally became a, a all-in entrepreneur maybe 10 years ago. And everything that I've done has been my part of my brand, uh, even working with other people. My mindset with working a nine-to-five job, which I've done in the last 10 years, but I've had to look at those opportunities as opportunities and benefactors. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't look at it as because when you look at a job as a job, it's hard for you to leave because then that thing of uh, is making me money. You know, yeah. I, I'm able to pay my bills or I got to save up a certain amount. Some of us have realized that certain amount that we wanted to save up is gone right about that. Yeah. I know my savings. Like if you hit this account <laughs> one more time, that's it. <laughs> but uh, uh, but just figuring out how to. Um, kind of balance those things, and especially now switching the conversation to entrepreneurship, that takes a certain level of foundation. So yeah. if you're not good within, and you're mm -hmm. just your normal self, becoming an entrepreneur will heighten a lot of those anxieties that you may have, yeah. a lot of the stress and depression that you may have. It will heighten because you find yourself in the middle of the night, like certain weeks you do very well. And then the next week is like, crickets <laughs> and then the following week you may pick up a little bit and then the next week crickets again um and then you find all the money that you invested in something is 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 kind of falling out and, and you're trying to figure out but that's the time when you push harder and you you fight harder um and a lot of the the go-to behavior that we have 
are the reason why a lot of us aren't successful. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. And we got to get out of that mindset of, of of leaning on things or 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 relying on others so much mm-hmm. so that we hold our progress waiting on others to see us. But those people are waiting to see us do something. So we yeah. it's canceling both sides out. Um, yeah. I'm really I'm really proud of the work that you're doing because it really has um it 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 in our conversation it inspired me in many ways to to look at things and look at individuals different. Um and, and not really because uh, you know mental health can be ugly in the eyes of somebody who's not dealing with it. You know, mm-hmm. and we we judge people based off of our lack of experience and mm-hmm. we don't put enough attention into supporting people, you know, mm-hmm. and support doesn't always mean I can do something for you. You know, it may be just listening or just, you know, creating a space, a, a safe space for that person to have a conversation. Something that minute to us may mean the difference for you just talking to yourself. And sometimes even talking to yourself isn't going to get you to a healthy place because you're agreeing with what you're saying. It is no, there's no kind of, you know, balance in that. I'm just saying, okay, I'm going to do that. And then there's no checks and balance and, and, and often speaking to yourself or relying only or solely on your perspective. But, um, I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes. I'm definitely going to join the next cycle because uh, it's yes, something sir. that wherever you get help is is necessary. You know, yes, um, and, and you know, and I'm I'm staying in contact with you as I'm staying in contact with many people that I'm speaking to right now because it's so easy for us to retreat, especially as entrepreneurs, to retreat back into that space where we have tunnel vision and we only focus mm-hmm. on what we're doing. But mm-hmm. often that support system, that reaching out is more beneficial to us in having mm-hmm. it than not. So um, as That's we're true. as we're closing out, um, I asked you this question before, but I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you in a different way. Well, I'm actually the same way. I'm just going to see what you say now. Uh, <laughs> what advice would you give to your 17-year-old self? And what question would you ask to your 100-year-old self? Okay. Advice I would give to my 17-year-old self. Mm, Stay connected. Mm. Stay connected. Stay connected to friends and family. Stay connected. Mm. Um, What I would ask my 100-year-old self Mm-hmm. How did you live this long? Wow. <laughs> what did you do? No, seriously, what did you do <laughs> to add longevity to this extent? Mm. What did you do? I don't, I, don't, I think even for that, when I think you're answering your question now, um, mm-hmm. a healthy balance of stress, I think, uh, elongates a person's life. Because they, I just watched a, a, a documentary, and I'm gonna send you the link because it, it answers that question. All okay. the people who lived to be a hundred, they did a mm-hmm. survey of them at some point, like during the fifties, and a lot of them are turning a hundred now. So they're comparing the answers that they gave then mm-hmm. to the answers that they give now. And some okay. of them drank, some of them smoked, some of them lived recklessly, but a lot of them had a healthy balance of stress. And stress is. Doing things that scare you, 
like yeah. starting your own business and yeah. jumping out there and 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 investing what? in yourself and in your talent and your goals, but yes. staying as stress free as possible on mm-hmm. the other side of that coin, not okay. allowing relationships or the world or life to get you to a point where you don't know what to do. Right. Uh, so okay. eliminating that that stress. Okay. So, but that I, I found myself I was fixated on this this documentary and it was a bunch of old white people living in Florida and I was sitting there like what am I watching until I started focusing in on what they were saying and these okay. people was like I drink I drink wine every day I drink you know a shot of Hennessy three times like I was like okay okay wow. <laughs> okay I get it now I get it you know that's that's balanced and it's it's really for every person it's really yeah. determines on every person and really getting yourself to a as close to balance for space as you can. And and your your advice to your 17-year-old self is it's crazy because we're on the same page with things. Um I took myself out of connection with family yeah. and I realized just in me having a conversation, I was texting my mom this weekend and I haven't done that in a long time. And I was talking to my aunt and I haven't done that in a long time. And uh even even while you're building yourself, you have to maintain. It's your responsibility to maintain those important relationships. Yeah, and 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 take the time you need, but maintain a certain level of communication. Yeah, so you're not having to keep rebuilding these bridges and yeah every single time because that that is the stressful part. Yeah, because at some point people will give up on you as you've yeah. given up on them. Yeah, because so, they see a norm of you just retreating. So. Yeah, right. And yeah. that's a, a bad habit that a lot of us men have, but it was a learned trait. Yeah. We learned how to just, I'm not dealing with that. Let me go over here. Let me protect go. myself by doing yeah. this. So, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you find out you're not helping yourself because nope. isolation is a surefire way to not help yourself because yeah. you're just you're just answering your own question. Yeah, well, that's that's a good idea. Well, yeah, you should do that. And, and we're talking to ourselves in a way you that is nobody. Yeah. Right. I'm good. Me, myself, yeah. and I. Team yeah. me. Like, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah, brother. No. So this is this is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have you back, you know, periodically just to see where things are and and in the conversation okay. and how we okay. can continue to help you and support you and vice versa. Um, yes, I, I really yes, got a lot from both this conversation and the last one. I'm really Likewise. appreciative for the work that you're doing. Oh, thank so, you, brother. Thank you. Can it's you tell everybody how to join your group or what's the cycle process and where to find yes. you at on social media? So yes, I can be found on Facebook directly. That is the vehicle that I use predominantly at this moment. Um, my full name, Frederick Brooks McIver. That's my main account. If you want to reach me, uh, the, uh, group that I have on Facebook is, um, the fit challenges. So Facebook, um, dot com slash groups slash the fit challenges. Uh-huh. And, uh, it's a private group, but once you're in, you know, you have access to me, you have access to all the inspirational and encouraging things that are posted as well as access to the fit challenges. Mm-hmm. So we have one already currently underway, but it is my hope, God willing to have another one started before the end of the year. So I will be keeping, I'll keep you in tune. Um, I'll keep you 
uh, in the loop, Brother Nate, in terms mm-hmm. of the next dates of the next launch. But the 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 challenges are awesome, man. Yeah, like I said, they're mm-hmm. teaching me just as much as you know. I'm I'm sharing information for other people, so I can be reached at uh, Freddie M88 at Yahoo. That is my direct email. Um, I don't want to be giving up my number. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Do that? I'm but telling I you, can, don't do that. I can I can be reached at those two platforms uh, right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Facebook and my email. If you want to just reach out, say hi, connect, um, find out a little bit more about me, those are the ways mm-hmm. to do it. So, okay, brother Nate, I appreciate it as always, man. I love what you're doing. Um, Anytime, I love what you're doing, brother. I am. If I'm not doing something immediately, I will always make some time for you, my brother. Um, and I, I appreciate you coming in today. I really do. Uh, and anything that I continue to do to be a support, um, I'm definitely going to join. So give me, send me that information. Um, but that's the, that's the other thing in terms of people becoming a part of the, the cycle. How, oh, does, yeah. how does that work? So once you're, I'm sorry, thank you. So once you are in the Facebook group, that's why I need to work on the organization. <laughs> once you are in, I'm, I'm helping you. That's, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> once you are in the Facebook group, and once I am and once I'm ready to launch the next challenge, I will send a post mm-hmm. in the group asking mm-hmm. who would want to join. If you're open to join, I will send you a link that only okay. those who are participating will receive. Because okay. it's sensitive, it's a sensitive private area, and I don't want people's, you know, personal mm-hmm. business just to be out there for anybody. Information okay. is important nowadays. So it will be a separate link that will be sent to those joining the, the fit challenges once they okay. are in the group. But you have okay. to be a part of the group to be able to join the challenge. Okay. Yes, sir. And I appreciate that. I can't wait until the next cycle comes up. Please let me know how this first once you sure. Absorb it yourself. Let me know how this first one went through. Um, went through into the, the right. <laughs> so let me know how that that uh, kind of pans out in terms of what the response was and all that. I'm really anxious to hear that. Um, I, I'm just uh, very supportive and anything that we continue to do here that artists have changed or me personally, just let me know and I'm I'm there for you. Um, and this has been the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Don't forget, send us in your information. What are you doing this for this season? Uh, self-care. I told you about my little infused olive oil skincare treatment um, and, and such. And I'm going to kind of add to that. So I'll do that on my social media just to show you the process of doing that. Um, and then don't forget, again, um, until the 20th, 21st uh, at 5 p.m., you can go to bashoutbluejewelry.com. Every purchase gets you one entry into the $100 holiday giveaway raffle. Um, so there, uh, so you have, you can do that. You can buy one thing, you can buy five things, or whatever you want to buy. Also, every Saturday we'll be doing a pop up until um, uh, the 22nd, I believe. Um, so come on out. Join me um, safely, wear your mask. I'll have a couple for people who forget. Um, but if you come a couple times and you forgot, I'm going to say I have to tell you, go to the website because that's where you will get your stuff. But this has been the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Don't forget, tune in every Monday and Friday at 
at at 5 p.m. Um, and also Binge Worthy Podcast comes out every Tuesday, a new episode where we talk about the historical, the the social and the histor- his- historical, social and uh, economic value of videos, movies, TV, the whole industry. Uh, myself and Mr. George Oliver, we talk about a lot of things. Tomorrow, we'll actually have Black Shopper joining us. Um, last episode, we had Miss Michelle Weeks of, of uh, Little Shop of Horrors. She joined us for episodes. So come on out. Okay. Do what you got to do. Go join this man's group. His information will be at the bottom in the uh, de- description uh, part. So come on out. Thank you, sir. Thank uh, you. Sir. Thank you. Enjoy your holiday, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Peace out. All right. Have a good one. All right. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you.